I'm Abigail Cole, and you're listening to the Young Black Queens Podcast, Episode 1. Welcome to the Young Black Queens Podcast, where I will be discussing um, personal opinions, um, plans for the Young Black Queens business and collective, as well as uh, connecting with other black women to showcase their projects. So the Young Black Queen started when I envisioned a business at the age of 16 that would focus on promoting black womanhood and um, kind of supporting other black women in a positive um, manner. So, originally, I felt like my business started with um, just interest in um, creating t-shirts and things of that sort, but it didn't, um, plans started to change when, um, around 2019, I would say, when I started to make moves on the business, when I decided to make a business plan, and I decided um, going into 2020 that I wanted to uh, make a sort of collective, which would make uh, the Young Black Queens a bigger project than I had originally sought out for it to become. So, um, with intentions to um, kind of just um, sell t-shirts and have like a small black business, you know, like something like that. Uh, uh, things uh, really changed when I really uh, had time to think about what it is that I really wanted to do with uh, this business and this brand. And um, it came around, I believe, um, it was really during quarantine and um, everything going on with COVID-19 when I really uh, felt that now was the time to really make a move on things even further and to kind of make sure that the plans that I had um, were able to come to fruition and they were able to develop into what I had um, envisioned and to um, do even more with that. So um, with plans to become a collective, I decided, oh, you know, I can connect with other black women. I can um, really work alongside other individuals that are really working in their own spaces and are doing big things. And I thought, okay, um, this website can really be used as kind of um, a connection um, with other young black women. And um, the Young Black Queens is something that I really felt like would help a lot of young black women with their confidence and kind of as a tool to uplift and inspire uh, young black women to not, not only follow, follow their dreams, but to also um, uh, have a space that is entirely their own. So um, I thank you for joining me in this um, new phase in my life and uh, I thank you for your support. So, 
quarantine affected me in a way that I feel like kind of inspired me to really figure out what it is that I really am passionate about. And, you know, at the first couple weeks of quarantine, we were all kind of just stuck in the house. Well, at least I was. I know a lot of other people my age was out running the streets. Yeah, I don't don't get too much into that. But I was at home trying not to catch this virus. I was, like, trying to come back from all these health issues that I had going on, and I was really trying to really put my health first. So during that time, I was really interested in making sure that I pursued a lot of the things that I had put on the back burner. You know, because I am a student, I am in college, I'm going into my third year, things can get really hectic, and when it comes to school, a lot of your interests and a lot of the things that you're actually really passionate about are easily put on the back burner. And one of my passions that I feel like was really kind of neglected was my website and the brand that I was so, 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 so excited to launch um, years ago. So, um, the Young Black Queens was always just meant to be like a t-shirt line, a little business that I had really been inspired to create when I was like 16. And um, a lot of people that really know me and that are close to me know that like, oh, it was something that I really wanted to um, launch and really follow through with, but... Uh, some factors that really stopped me from doing that were, like, as I said, school and just and just how hectic that um, that whole situation can get. Two, fear of you know fear of failure and um, mishaps and you know uh, just not succeeding from the jump. And three um, was kind of. Uh, resources and just uh, the know-how of how to even begin um, doing something like this on my own, Um, creating a website, um, finding uh, products that I wanted to put out enough to sell. So, um, you know, all those factors really went into why I kind of put my business and the website that I was really interested in creating on the back burner. But um, like I said, it was qu- it was quarantine that really inspired me to take the time to actually invest into something that could really be life-changing for me. So um, what I did was I actually, I actually did not have a website um, put together or anything started at the time of quarantine. Uh, What I did have was the designs and everything that I wanted to do with the t-shirts and the merch, but the website was completely just off the dome. Like, I was really just um, in my room for hours, not sleeping, just working on this website and building it to really what I wanted it 
to look like and what I envisioned it to look like. And I put money into it. I put time into it. And I did all of that on my own, um, not really knowing anything about website design or anything. And I was able to really come up with something great. And I'm really glad that I took the time to do that. And honestly, I really encourage other young black women to really look into website design and um, just using that as a creative uh, interface. Um, it does take a lot of time to really learn how things work and you really have to play around with it to really understand if you have no background in that. But I 10 out of 10 recommend it and I do not regret it. I do not regret the time that went into that at all. Um, and I just told myself, like, even if this were to fail, um, at least I would know that I was proud of myself for actually doing something and actually moving on something that I was so passionate about because I was always about, um, I've always been about putting my dreams first and kind of not really um, letting fear trump uh, what it is that uh, you're passionate about. And uh, 2020 was really my year to really uh, step into that space and really work on the things that really empower me and the things I feel that are actually um, just important to me as an individual um, and what really makes me stand apart. Um, I always really found myself to be a creative and um, I really feel like being creative can like be showcased in many different ways and be in the way you dress. It can be um, your activities, what you engage in. Maybe you like to paint, maybe you like to draw, maybe you like to sing, anything in the arts really. And I was always really interested in visual arts and um, you can ask anyone in my house that like I have a sewing machine in my house. I really used to be all about designing and I was really so sure I was gonna become a famous designer growing up. So, um, that was something I was always interested in, totally random, but, you know, kind of has something to do with the merch, um, and that background, but the website and all of that was kind of completely, a completely new playground to me, um, just in general, so that was definitely not easy, but, you know, like, what in life that is worth it is easy, okay? So I really buckled down. I was in my room. I was working. Um, I was I was working on publishing writing posts for that website and also content, so creative content, visuals, and um, uh, like I mentioned, the merch. And uh, that has a whole story behind that. That is for another episode because the merch was something completely so stressful to maneuver and um, get a hold of and even just uh, everything as far as finances with that <laughs> that was a whole other episode but uh, as I was saying uh, yeah so this project really took a lot of hard work and um, focus and was the main chunk of what I was doing during quarantine, cooped up in my room, um, really trying not to catch this virus and you know, die. So um, I really feel like what the main purpose of 
This episode is following your dreams as a young black woman and really not letting anyone get in the way of those dreams. So as a black Twitter would say, you have to manifest, you really have to manifest, and you have to, you have to believe, and you have to really manifest that dream, and what it is that you want to come about, and honestly, I will say manifestation is real, okay, because I have a journal, and I write all type of stuff, like, I will do this, I will do this, um, and like, at the end, I say, like, Ashe, and it will be done because I really feel like uh, putting that out into the universe, like it really will come back and um, work out for you. And even in my room, I have it on my mirror um, from the ground up. I am limitless. I am bright. I'm capable. I'm strong. I'm a leader. I will over. I will overcome, and I'm worthy of love. So I really feel like affirmations are a, a major part in. Uh, what can really motivate you and really drive you to follow your dreams and um, really motivate you to do what it is that you want to do. Because everyone, well, I don't want to say everyone, but majority of folks have a vision for their lives and they have a um, kind of dream and goal that they want to achieve one day and um, I really saw myself as being many things growing up I saw myself as being a fashion designer like I said I saw myself being a businesswoman uh, just being my own boss um, everyone that really knows me knows that I um, that's one of my um, lines and uh, my biggest uh, thing that I always say I'm gonna be my own boss you know have it on my computer uh, girl boss I have like a little plaque on my desk is boss lady, okay, because I am determined to one day be my own boss. And what does being your own, what does being your own boss even look like? So to me, being my own boss really looks like being able to hold a uh, power status as a young black woman, like in my 20s, kind of just doing my thing, living in all these different spaces that were never created for me. But instead, you know, flourishing and succeeding anyway, you know. Um, black businesses are a big, 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 big um, part of um, what is going to help black people attain gener- generational wealth and how um, we are going to be able to keep money in the black community. And um, I really feel like this year has been a year where people are very adamant about supporting black businesses and like, oh, um, I'm a boycott this, I'm a boycott that, and place it with black, uh, black-owned businesses. And like, a lot of people talk, but it's like, how many people are really doing that? How many people are really making steps? And how, how many people are really actively working to replace uh, the major brands in their life with black-owned brands? Um, and I really feel like I will say that, you know, um, it's easy to say, but to really follow through with it, it's like, okay, a, a whole nother thing. 
And at first, I was like, oh, you know, yeah, support black businesses, support black businesses. I'm going to post my friend, post that friend. But, like, how many of those friends are you really, like, supporting? Are you buying their stuff? Like, it's really easy to just go out and buy uh, this stuff that was made by um, uh, all these white white companies and um, white entrepreneurs when we should be keeping it in our community. And um, I really liked the idea of the Blackout Day where it was this year where it was um, about not spending uh, our money for a day with these big corporations and all these places. And, you know, I really think that it should be a lifestyle. I would go as far to say as to challenge um, our youth to really uh, keep that mindset and really... Uh, really actively look for black businesses and really go out and support them and buy their products and make sure that we're keeping the money in the black community. Hashtag on money in. So I really think that going forward for the rest of 2020, I really, personally, a personal goal is, for me, is to really uh, find those black-owned companies and black entrepreneurs that I can support alongside myself, you know, of course I'm going to promote my businesses, you know, of course, because I am a black entrepreneur coming up myself, and you know, it starts with my um, little merch products that I have right now, check those out actually on the Young Black Queens, um, we have a merch uh, page where you can check out our t-shirts, we have book bags right now. We have, um, what else do we got? We have some joggers, some fashion joggers. Um, two of those items for fashion joggers and uh, our mission YBQ shirt uh, will be, I will be taking pre-orders for those and the other ones are um, available to order now on our Etsy page. But uh, those two items that I mentioned, I will be taking pre-orders through the form on the website and through YBQ's Instagram. So feel free to hit us up, you know, get your orders in, uh, get your merch, okay? Because I told you, I told you when when stuff starts popping off and people, more people start wearing our, our merchandise and our wear, and you're not a part of the movement, I'll be looking at you crazy because I told you, I told you right now. So... Go ahead and do that. Um, try to make the package as affordable as possible. Um, check those out and let me know what you think. You can always leave us feedback. We want your feedback. Um, we're actively looking for feedback from um, people that are interested to you know, share. So that is um, a big project attached to YBQ that I feel like us young black women should support. The Young Black Queens podcast is a project that was created after the creation of the youngblackqueens.com website during the year 2020. For more, check out the youngblackqueens.com.